What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Goddess Pod, or welcome back to the Goddess Pod. This is episode three. Absolutely insane. But my name is Kavya. I'm your host for this show, and I'm especially excited about tonight because this is the first of a mini-series within this podcast called Starlight Sessions, and I will get into what Starlight Sessions is about in just a minute here, but before I do all that, I just I just want to set the scene for you real quick because it has been quite the night. It's about 11 p.m., which is certainly later than I typically record. Like, this is past my bedtime, y'all, past my bedtime. But you know I had to stay up and catch the final presidential debate. So I did that with my family and also I have a finance exam tomorrow. So I was sort of just taking notes and making study guides and stuff at the same time. So it's been quite quite the night. Also, I sat down for about an hour last night and tried to record this exact intro. But oh my gosh, guys, I had the worst case of the hiccups and I haven't had hiccups in years I feel like there are many combinations of things that don't go together for example orange juice and toothpaste and then you have hiccups and podcasting so it was just not ideal and I decided okay we're just gonna study do our finance homework and then tomorrow we'll get back at it so I'm in a great mood I'm so glad that I waited it out and now I feel like I can really give you my 100% for Starlight Sessions. A couple of quick things I want to touch on. One, if you're not already following us on our Instagram, the username is the Goddess Pod. Make sure you go ahead and do that because that's where I post all the amazing visuals, updates on the show, and it's just a really interactive and open space. It's so much easier for me to see your messages, so if you have any specific topics, advice, situations, or really just anything that you want covered on the Goddess Pod, that's the place where you can contact me and we can make it happen. So make sure you're following us there. Number two, guys, this one is so hype. Next week's episode of the Goddess Pod is going to be a Halloween special. I'm the biggest sucker for Halloween. I'm probably just going to record the entire episode dressed up in my Halloween costume. And the topic is so cool and creative. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So with that being said, I want you guys to send me your spooky stories or just darker, kind of creepier topics that you want covered. And yeah, be on the lookout for that. I've spoken a lot about this concept of goddess energy in the past two episodes. I mean, that's really what the premise of the show is. Goddess energy, living as the highest version of yourself and channeling your deepest, most amazing potential. But ultimately, I do understand that sometimes it's hard to take this really weird, abstract, new concept and apply it directly to your specific life and situation. That's where the inspiration for Starlight Sessions came from. So, These sessions are going to be completely revolving around you guys and topics that I saw you sending me a lot or things that a lot of y'all really wanted advice on. So this is how it's going to go. Usually on normal episodes of the Goddess Pod, I begin by doing my highs, not so highs, and favorites of the week. 
for starlight sessions, I'm just going to do some rapid fire questions so we can sort of start it on a lighthearted note and you guys can just sort of get to know me better. And as soon as those are over, we dive into some awesome topics that you guys have specifically asked for my insight on. Now, I want to make it super clear that I'm not a therapist and this is not an advice column. My goal here is to just shine a light on these darker or heavier topics, hence the name Starlight, like, you know, little glimmers of light in a dark sky. It's a place for you to start smashing any of these obstacles that you feel are in your way so that you can really focus on channeling this goddess energy. All right, let's get this ball rolling with some rapid fire questions. One, what is my Starbucks order? My go-to is the skinny ice caramel macchiato with almond milk and half sweetened. It's so good. That's usually what I get, but I definitely am not a huge creature of habit when it comes to like food and drinks and stuff. So I end up getting random things most of the time. It also just depends on the season. Like if it's Christmas time, I'm getting hot chocolate every time. No fail. Two, what's something I'm currently excited for? Ariana Grande single literally comes out in five minutes. As soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to be going to listen to positions because the queen never misses. Next up, what is my pet peeve? You know, I almost feel hypocritical answering this question because this is something I used to do back in high school when I was just a toxic person. So that that should give you enough information as is. But I hate when you're in a high stress environment, like, for example, going to take an exam or something. And then there's that one person who's like, oh my gosh, I did not study at all. I'm going to get a 12 on this exam. We're all going to fail this exam. Let's all fail so that the teacher can't give us all zeros. Like, yes, I understand that you feel unprepared. I probably feel unprepared too. But at the end of the day, I just do not do well with people who speak negativity into existence. It has very real consequences and it's just hard for me because I feed off of energy so much that if I'm around someone who's really negative, ungrateful, or just generally competitive, it just doesn't work well with me. So as I've gotten older, I've learned how to step back from people like that and just sort of distance myself in those relationships. So yeah, huge pet peeve. But on the bright side, I do think that that negativity is kind of a learned behavior and it can definitely be changed and replaced with something more positive. Okay, so last one for today. What were my childhood obsessions? The first one is going to have to be the TV show Lizzie McGuire, but what I loved even more than Lizzie McGuire was Little Bear. And I don't know if a lot of people are even familiar with that show or if it was just a fever dream or something, but truly nothing makes me feel more nostalgic or connected to my childhood than watching Little Bear. It was just such a cozy, warm, simple show. But yeah, so those were my obsessions in terms of TV. Now, my biggest obsession as a child was going to the public library. My mom would take us almost like two or three times a week after school. I remember it was so exciting for me to scan my little library card when I wanted to check out books. I would read all of these picture books and I was obsessed with Egyptian mythology. Super nerdy kid, sorry. On Fridays, my mom would let me rent a cassette or a DVD to watch at home and 
you know, those are just like the simplest pleasures in life. And I'm just so grateful that my family put emphasis on creating beautiful memories like that for me as a child. It was just such a wholesome period of my life. Okay, so I hope you guys are ready to take this starlight session to the next level. Before we get into all of this, I want you to go ahead and set an intention for this starlight session. It could be really anything, um, but I want you to have some purpose and some intention when you're listening to this. Even if you don't feel like you can directly relate to these situations, I'm 100% sure that you will be able to take some degree of education or insight away from it. All right, so the first person wrote me and she said the following. Growing up as a brown girl with curly hair in a country where fair skin and straight hair was a beauty standard, I was constantly bullied for the color of my skin. The most memorable one that affected me for seven years of my life was when I was 11 years old. Someone said to me, maybe if you bleached your skin, someone would like you. Because of that one sentence, I spent seven years of my life truly believing that I was ugly, unlovable, and worthless. I believed that any popularity, popularities in air quotes, I had in high school was thanks to my pretty friend. I believed that anything good that happened in my social life was thanks to my fair-skinned friend instead of people's liking towards me. I started to fear racism so much that I was unable to order my own food at any restaurants and fear that they degrade me because it's happened before. <sighs> I mean, that is so vulnerable and so difficult to share, so I want to go ahead and just commend the young woman who sent me this message because it is so hard to put yourself out there and to really talk about your traumas this openly. I mean, she was willing to have it be on this podcast and that takes so much courage. So all of my love to you. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. And obviously your words resonated with me like every fiber of my being understood exactly the feeling that you were talking about and although we do have different experiences that feeling of being ostracized right now we're in this beautiful kind of cultural awakening where we are able to represent people of different colors shapes sizes ages and people are making a conscious effort to do that whether that's an altruistic effort or not whether it's just brands trying to make themselves look good or whatever maybe it is that but at the end of the day representation matters. Representation matters. And not having it is the reason why you probably thought good things only happen to you because your friend has light skin and because this world was an inhospitable place for you. And you know, that causes a lot of shame. It's nothing that you did. It's nothing that you can control. It's just this constant thing that society has told you. And you know, I think one of the main ways that at least I sort of overcame this because I am a darker skinned Indian woman. I'm South Indian on top of that. There's barely any representation of South Indians, especially South Indian women globally, but also just even within India. So, you know, I really gr grew up feeling a lot of similar emotions. But here's the line of thinking that changed everything for me. I convinced myself that not having any representation was a gift that sounds crazy, but I convinced myself that it was a gift because what, what having no representation means is that there's no precedent. You know, I could be the first me. I could truly pave a new, unique path that nobody has ever seen before. 
that's not me telling you to pray for the downfall of other people of color and say like you have to be the first person to do this because there can only be one no absolutely not this is a new era of representation and what that means is there are so many different avenues that we can take and so many ways that we can break barriers we have such a high chance of being able to make history understand that know that your chances of truly making history are so high just based on your identity and the struggles that you've been through there's so many people that can relate to you and who want to hear from you so essentially all that is is just a perspective flip it's just the idea of taking your weakness and turning it into a strength right we hear it millions of times growing up but truly if you take the things that you feel the most vulnerable about, you harness them and you just throw goddess energy at it and you think of it as an opportunity. And that right there, that's breaking barriers. And I'm not trying to discredit your trauma or the experiences that you've had. I'm saying you can use that as fuel to turn this part of your identity into the most incredible thing that this world or your community has ever seen. So I really hope that that was helpful for you because I'm telling you that that one switch of perspective for me changed everything and it felt like the world was so much more open to me. So um, I'll leave you with one book recommendation and then we're going to move on to the next topic. This book isn't even explicitly about colorism. Um, it's more about race and actually like immigrant identity and having two different homes. Um, it's more about that. But I think this is such a valuable read for anybody who is struggling with any part of their identity. It's just a great book. So the title of the book is Americana. That's A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N-A-H. And that's by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, who you may know from her spoken excerpt in Beyonce's Flawless, like the most powerful, amazing spoken word ever. Go watch her TED Talks. She is an incredible scholar. But I highly recommend picking up this book and giving it a read because it has some great insight on identity and there's something for everybody to learn from this story. It's really beautiful. I highly recommend it. All right, so our final topic for tonight's Starlight session is pretty short compared to the first one. It's actually just a topic. So this person asked, how can I be alone and be comfortable as an adult? How do I learn how to take care of myself? I definitely really like this topic because I used to be the most codependent person ever. So I have some things to say. First of all, can we just talk about the way that the word adulting or the concept of adulting is thrown around so precariously? Like, people really have convinced us and made us believe on social media that adulting meant just doing your laundry, taking bubble baths, making charcuterie boards, like having a routine, and journaling. No, no. That is literally the tip of the iceberg. If you want to talk about what adulting really is, is or should be about. First of all, there's no one way to do it, but the real heavy work when it comes to adulting is like having a growth mindset, setting boundaries, showing yourself kindness, having a positive relationship with food, trusting yourself. Hello, episode one of the goddess pod. Being able to build and break habits, like these are things that I think should be associated with 
adulting. That's the real deal. One of my greatest strengths in college, and I've said this before, but because my college experience was just not normal. Like it was just very much different than, than everyone else that I know. I definitely learned how to be comfortable by myself. I just loved doing stuff by myself, going on solo coffee dates. I could go to an art museum by myself and I really enjoy my own company. Growing up comes with more responsibilities inevitably, but I wish that we would just take that narrative into our own hands and make adulting fun and something that aligns with you and your interests and your values. Like you don't need to adult in the same way that everyone else does. And another thing that I want to add really quickly before we wrap up here is I think that the most incredible adults or people that I've met are the ones who retain a sense of childlike wonder. I mean, little kids are genuinely so brilliant because they're so inquisitive and they're not scared of anything and they're just curious about how this world works and why people are the way that they are and they have so much kindness. It's weird how much we can learn from children. So I think as we grow and age, I think being able to retain those qualities from our childhood and the soul that's living inside of us, that's the most important thing. Um, and then you don't get so caught up with being on the same pace as everyone else. It's not so much about conforming. Alright you guys, so I am feeling so good about this first Starlight session and be sure that you're tuned in for next week's Halloween special. We will be going back to the normal format. Um, Starlight sessions are probably just going to be every month or something like that. But again, thank you so much for spending your time with me. I appreciate you so much. I love you and I will see you soon.